I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Quiggles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. What is up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in for episode number six of I Love You, Man. This is Preston. Sitting across from me is Ramon. Hello. Episode <laughs> six. I'm just kind of in awe. I know. Like I was just watching you say that, and I'm just like, wow, six already. <laughs> yeah, I think we've made this a habit now, so we mm-hmm. have to keep up with it. Um, but yeah, just a big thank you. I know if you guys follow us on Instagram, underscore I-L-Y, man, underscore. Um, this past week, we had put up a post um, just saying thank you to all of you. Um, we had one, our first month of podcast in the books and over a thousand listens. And going into this thing, we didn't ever really have a goal, I'd say, of like how many listens or listeners you want. But um, all the feedback and just all the listens that we've seen, um, I'm just super grateful for all of you. So thank you guys. Big shout out to you. And today, I'm even more excited because we have two special guests with us. Um, that I'm sure you guys have heard of. We have Miguel and Michaela Reyes, the owners of Quesadilla Gorilla. And going into that, right <laughs> off the back, I've been burning this question. Right. And then, so Quesadilla Gorilla. The first time I saw it, first time I read it, I had this argument with my wife. Not argument, but, you know. It's okay, spill it out. Be honest with us. An argument. What's going on? Was it originally <laughs> supposed to be Quesadilla Gorilla? Because that to me makes sense because I know you don't say quesadilla like quesadilla, but it's just like it rhymes. So I'm like, maybe that's where the name came from. And she's like, that's a good point. But no, it's probably quesadilla gorilla. So I just wanted to go to the source first and you guys are here. So I thought I would ask. Break his heart. All right. So when I answer the phones, I say quesadilla gorilla. So So I win. So you win. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Olivia, uh, make sure you listen to this episode. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that's all. Yeah. So or, thanks for I listening, mean, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that's, that's true. Um, but we also take quesadilla gorilla. As, long, as long as it rhymes, we, we take don't it. Don't say that. Yes. <laughs> you gave them option A and B, and they're like, hey, don't forget about C. But you can't mix the two. That's just, yeah. Oh, man. Then it's just concerning and confusing. So if I say quesadilla gorilla, like, people shouldn't shun me for that, no. should they? Okay, cool. If you have someone shunning you over that, then you need to reconsider the friendship. Because that's just I'm going to make it a thing, though, to where I'm going to try to make to where everybody calls it that. Now now that you know, you should make it a lot of bets. Ooh, I should. But then they're just going to go back to this episode. Oh, you already knew. (laughs) That's true. Um, So a lot of times when we have certain people on the show, I ask some of my good friends, family, what do you want to know about these people? And the number one question that I've gotten so far is why Casey Diaz? Like, what was so special about, dude, there's an opportunity for this, quesadillas it is? Yeah, I mean, um, thinking about it, it was just kind of kind of like, well, no one else is doing it, um, like, anywhere. Um, we, I mean, there's a few places that we found that are doing it. Yeah. Um, but they either started after us, or they do also tacos, they also do burritos, so mm. it's not solely quesadillas like we do, so... Um, we kind of saw, like, you know, it's a build-your-own-pizza, build-your-own-burger. Why not, you know, quesadillas? Everyone's everyone's had a quesadilla in their lifetime, so everyone Delicious. should relate to it. So. Yeah. Well, I was kind of 
when I first went there, I was introduced to the, I'm going to call it gourmet quesadillas, because to me, it's always just been, you either have it with cheese or you have meat, and then boom, that's it. And then all of a sudden, when I was looking at the paper and how to order, which by the way, is a very cool approach, because it's at your own pace, it's at the customer's pace, because that's the worst when you're in line at Chipotle. Mm -hmm. And one, that person's taking forever. Two, they're the dude that's reaching over the sneeze guard, and you're like, that's not there for fun. Like, and then that all that is going through your head, and you're just like, I just want to order my food. You guys completely got rid of that awkward social situation, so I got off track, but I just had to thank you for that style. <laughs> Second of all, though, you have kind of the in-and-out approach to where it's like, this is our menu. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. We're not going to try and do something we're not here to do, yeah. um, like a Carl's Jr. where they got burgers, but also green burrito, but then also breakfast, and then <laughs> yada, yada. And you guys, you know what you're doing, and you're there to do it. I like that. Um, and as I'm talking, I don't remember what got me on that tangent. So I'm like, dang it, I can't believe why I was, what was I saying? I remember I was getting into. Oh, so when did you discover the customizable possibilities of quesadillas? Was it just experimenting at home? Because I know when I'm just making dinner at home, I wing it every single time. Mm-hmm. And I've never encountered a meal that I'm making where I'm like, oh, you know what? No one's doing this in town. Maybe I could start a business. <laughs> was it a random at-home date night where you're like, hey, you're kind of good at this? Um, well, I mean, I, there's, there's two ways I can approach it. I mean, we actually, we actually bought a pizza by the slice business. Um, we're originally partners in that. And then I had the idea to switch it to quesadillas. I was actually, uh, going to bed one time and it was just like, quesadillas, why not? You know, like you can do a build your own menu, you can do different cheeses, fillings, specials, and, you know, went to the partners. It's like, Hey, let's do this. They went with it, and yeah, it just kind of worked. Yeah. <laughs> just on a whim kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was like honestly, like, like you know, I was rolling back, and I was like, "That's it," you know. That's so, where all my good ideas happen too. Yeah. That in the bathroom. So <laughs> yeah. nothing ever good happens outside of those two locations. So <laughs> if only I could go to school from those positions, then I would I would have gotten straight A's, no problem. Yeah, and. You guys have how many? Three locations? Three. Yeah, three locations and, and trucks. And a food truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Did you guys start off with the food truck or was it like physical brick and mortar building first? Um, so Visalia was first and then we started getting into catering with a pop-up tent and a portable flat top. Mm. Uh, but we kind of got tired of hauling that around. So the next best thing was the food truck and yeah. Um, in regards to starting the, both those businesses, which city do you think kind of took to it quicker? Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's it's a it's a raw idea that I feel like no one really you know was introduced to before, and so obviously Fresno had a head start just because they heard it was, of it before in mm-hmm. Visalia. But did you guys have a noticeable difference in how a city received it? Um, I mean, our first two years, like we had people boycott us because it was like. The, the location that we went into, there was never a business in there longer than two years. And so everyone, there's people that came in, it's like, oh, yeah, like I, I thought you guys would be gone in a few months. I just didn't want to come in. <laughs> didn't even want to, I was like, they didn't yeah. want to fall in love. They yeah, were afraid like, you're going to break their heart. Yeah, yeah, I was like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I think I think Fresno definitely took to it a lot quicker just because, you know, they, they heard about it more. But Visalia was definitely a, a hard crowd to please okay. um, early on, so. I mean, there's plenty of nights where it was Netflix for a couple hours at, waiting for one customer to come in. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, that might be even a business in itself. Start charging people to utilize Netflix in your store. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, there's also quesadillas, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you have this, um, 
this vibe. I don't know if you're aware of it in your store to where every person in there feels like it's their hidden secret. Mm-hmm. This this restaurant, no, like ignore the fact that there's it's filled. Every chair is has a button. It every table has a family there. Mm-hmm. They just think that you know this is my secret. I know about it because I don't know if it's just the group I associate myself with. But every time I sit, tell someone that I went to KCD Gorilla, they automatically, oh my god, was it your first time? <laughs> I was like, why, why do you think I've never been here before? Like, you guys have been around for a while. Yeah. And so I don't know if it's intentional or not or if you're aware of it, but you guys have instilled this vibe of like, you know, this is your little secret, like kind of atmosphere. Is Does that make sense what I'm saying? And if yeah. so, like, is that intentional or that's just something that just happened? Yeah, I mean, um, kind of go back to the in and out, in and out, like model. It's like, that's definitely like our role model is like in and out, you know, like I'm sure you're burger is completely different from yours and mm-hmm. you know grilled onions you know double mustard whatever and so mm-hmm. we wanted to create that vibe like for quesadilla grill you know like like we do have a secret menu you know um God, that people know don't know about <laughs> that was gonna know now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah. i think it's just kind of I, f- I felt like it kind of turned into something like on its own and, okay. and it's something yeah. It goes back to the build your own. Like you, you get to build your experience however you want it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, how secret is this menu? <laughs> it's not written anywhere. We oh, that's the best kind. <laughs> word of mouth secret menu. Hmm. Can we just hear one item on there, just to kind of like um, a teaser? Crack the door open. Yeah. We're not asking for it to be propped open. All right. Well, It'll we shut. do we do burritos. <gasps> oh man! But don't tell me. <laughs> but they're not burritos. They're quesaritos. And they're a flat. We usually it's for people with no cheese to keep all the fillings in. Okay. Mm. Um, so we wrap it pretty flat and then cut it in half and yeah. call it a quesarito. Watch out, guys. Yeah. People are going to be coming in ordering these quesaritos, <laughs> including myself. Yeah, I'm just like thinking of the possibilities now. Uh-huh. Like I'm having trouble focusing. Well, that was one of the first things or one of the questions I thought of because I'm like, you know, thinking today, all right, what do I want to know? I'm like, well, they're actually really similar to in and out They do one thing really well. And so you don't need all the different options that a normal restaurant would have. And I know that in and out has a secret menu that has, yeah. like, exploded, not so much secret anymore. So I was going to ask, like, what's on your secret menu? But I'm so glad that you guys brought that up. Um, so a question I like to ask everyone um, that's on this show is – Obviously, you guys have a pretty big social media presence. Um, do you guys put any strategy to how you guys run your social media, your Instagram, um, you know, and how has it worked for you? Did you guys intend for it to be as big on social media as it is? No. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll let you answer that a little bit more. But um, when I was running social media, it was like just terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I would post the specials and uh, the daily special, like in my notes and take a screenshot and then post it. Yeah. So, it like just... with the red squiggly. Cause he was spelling things wrong, just... but he would still post it. <laughs> I just picture like him posting a selfie. Hey, come through today. Like just not like what your face looks like when you accidentally on the front facing camera. Yeah. And so just like that front half version, he's like, Hey, open to this hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, I, it just kind of happened. Um, I took over the social media maybe a year after we opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and we totally didn't intend it to be anything more than what it was. Um, it was just like this small crowd in Visalia that we were feeding, and that's what we thought we were going to be forever. Um, yeah, and then 
like social media worked for what it was intended to work for. Like mm-hmm. it just reached a ton of people and it kind of took off one night. Um, now we have three stores, so we have more hands in the social media just cause I have a baby now. So it's hard to yeah. post daily specials because I'm not in the store daily anymore. But so now it's a little bit different, but building up that like, um, following totally, I don't think that it was intentional. It was yeah. just kind of like what we were doing and we'd post about it and, people yeah. liked that. I, that's what we wanted with it too, is just for it to be like transparent. Like they got to see in the kitchen and they got to see in the dining room, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, early on we did, um, and we, and we still do it. Like if you take a picture and tag, you know, you get 10% off next, yeah. next visit. So I I'm learning so much right now. I can't imagine what people that listen are going to figure out. Instagram it's, I mean, it's, it's for selfies and shots of food. Food yeah. selfies, so yeah, we just kind of played into that. It's like, all right, well, if you take, you mean, you have five hundred followers, and you maybe have three hundred. It's like, take a picture. There's eight hundred new eyes on Quesadilla Gorilla. So and you didn't spend any extra money. No. They did it all for you. Well, we did on the little chalkboard that we wrote the promotion. Oh, there we go. That's <laughs> like the true. dollar chalkboard. Chalk, Target. chalk's yeah. going up. I right hear. Like the people talk about gas, but chalk prices. Come chalk on now, dude. please. Those, those ladies at um, Clovis Flea Market, they have the best chalk. They do. They <laughs> really <Shouts> do. <laughs> Maybe we'll get them to sponsor an episode, courtesy of you guys. Free chalk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said it kind of happened overnight. I'm sure it was an exaggeration, but do you, was there? Can you pinpoint the moment where you're like, oh, you woke up one day and you're like, oh, something's happening. And well, can you like pinpoint a strategy that you remember that clicked well with people? I think of the Fresno Bee article that they yeah. did on us um, that like spiked everything for us. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know who Fresno Bee Bob is, but he yeah. usually, it, um, shout out to him. Um, <laughs> Bob, you. we're gonna get him on here next yeah but he, he usually he's been writing like the food the articles and like the the newspaper for the fresno bee for a long time now and and he did a story on us and like the next day was like line out the door running out of food next day running out of food again like it was just like it was it, literally, it was overnight. literally overnight yeah and it was just like like Crap. And it was because yeah. he followed us on Instagram. It was like, oh, Fresno B. Bob started following us. Who's that? And That's then, power. Yeah. Dude, I'm yeah, following so, him right yeah. after this episode. He, like, I I totally give him a lot of credit. A yeah. lot, a lot of credit. Like, nobody, not nobody would have heard of us, but not as soon yeah. as they did if it wasn't for him. It was, like, we, we literally tripled in sales, like, overnight. Jeez. That's insane. Yeah. Have you ever met Fresno B. Bob? Yes. Yeah. Uh, his son works for us, actually. Now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's such a good yeah. story. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's a cool him. dude. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's a cool dude. You guys live in Visalia. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever thought about the move to Fresno? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we definitely were, like, looking at a lot of houses in Fresno, yeah. especially in, like, the, the tower area. Yeah. Because we love that neighborhood. Um, but then with the coffee shop that we partnered up with in Visalia, it's like, well, we're we're going to be here, too, so just kind of made sense yeah so. you guys can totally give a shout out to your coffee shop right now if you want <laughs> go, go check us out component coffee lab visalia. <laughs> um, which is in visalia yeah mm-hmm. yeah cool um so we talk about this a lot but um i mean the past we've had now two businesses you guys are a third that um you guys are in tower mm-hmm. um and you know we've talked about how like maybe tower has had a bad rap or like a negative tone about it but how have you guys embraced that community and now like you guys 
And we have seen this community of people get behind Fresno and more specifically that area of like mm-hmm. Tower and downtown. Yeah. Um, do you guys see like a bright future for that area and for you guys' businesses going forward? Yeah, I mean, going into it, I mean, we're downtown Visalia, um, you know, and it's yeah. like we knew businesses, we knew, you know, the foot traffic. And then going into a neighborhood, it's just like, oh, man, like, I don't know if that's going to work. You know, there's no, you know, there's not a Kauia hospital right across the street. And um, so it was a little nerve wracking, like moving into it. And But like with Ampersand being established and a couple of joy right around the corner as well, it was just like, OK, well, they're obviously there and they're doing great. So it, it might, you know, might it, it's going to work. And so, um, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Towers Towers just great. Like the people there are really cool. Like such a cool community. They're all like really really supportive. Like mm-hmm. just like re- I love our clientele in Tower mm-hmm. and downtown, but yeah, Tower's wonderful. How did the Fresno opportunity present itself? Um so yeah, that's that's a cool story in itself too. <laughs> um so we actually um were really good not I wouldn't say really good friends with the owners of Dusty Buns. Mm, um, oh. but they were actually the ones that really inspired us to get a food truck. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like kind of looked up to them. Like they're, they're the ones that started the food truck scene in Fresno years ago. Yeah. And so, uh, when we actually wanted to get a food truck, we reached out to them, had a meeting. It's like, Hey, how does this work? What, you know, as far as like events, where do you get a truck? Um, stuff like that. So pick, picked um, Dustin and Kristen's brain. It was just like, Hey, how do, how do, how do we do this? And, um, yeah, that was like years before the location, and uh, we actually the and then everything that happened with Dusty Benz, unfortunately, like going out of business. Um, you know, like that spot was vacant for a, a while. We had our eyes on it, but we didn't want to like, hey, can we have your spot? Yeah. You know, because things things it's a grace period. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so um, we're just like okay, and then we are approached with our with the our downtown Fresno spot, and we're like okay, well. You know, it's a complete build out. You know, that makes sense. Downtown, uh, it's going to be revitalized. So it's going to work out. And then sign the lease papers. And then a week later, Dustin calls and is like, hey, do you want do you want this store and everything in it? And it's just like, wow. Yeah. uh, I don't don't know. Like and and like no one's had heard from him like for months. Um, He just kind of went under the radar. Like I didn't even have his number saved in my phone. It was like a different number. And I was actually working the truck, and I called her, um, and I was like, hey, Dustin just called me about the, the Dusty Bun spot. Um, can you come to Fresno right now? And so she was like, I'll be on my way. And so they did a walkthrough, and, like, yeah, it was just... Yeah, and, just, yeah, he basically gave us the keys and, like, everything in it. And so That's like, awesome. It like, was like, totally, like, not yeah. what we were planning or anything. It was like, oh, that would be really cool if we were ever to be next to Ampersand. Because we love Jeff and Amelia. And it's like, I would love to be their neighbors. And then yeah. we just kind of, like, let it let it be because yeah, we didn't I mean, know. we just, like, started walking through it, just, like, started crying. Like, yeah, it, it like, really It cool. just felt like a big Visalia gorilla, you know, like, had a lot of character, had a lot yeah. of stories in it. Like they they raised a family in that kitchen, and so it was just like a really cool like like you know like if anyone's gonna f- be in those shoes, it's like I would want it to like be us, you know. So well, it kind of chose you. That's so cool because, like you said, he went under the radar for a bit. So I'm sure he was thinking about it for. I'm sure it wasn't just like an overnight thing. Where it's like ah, you know, what? I think these guys would be good. I bet like when they found out they were closing, they were already trying to think of who yeah. to put in the hands of. So that's gotta be pretty cool for you guys for them to know that that was priority to them. 
Yeah, it's really so cool. it's cool. I mean, we love that spot. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's our it's our most like efficient store, and you know, mm-hmm. overall. So, did you ever? Um, when you guys first opened, did you get people that would frequent Dusty Buns that would come in and be confused when they walk in, yes. thinking it was Dusty Buns yeah. still? Yes, try to order Dusty Buns. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Humans are a creature habit. I love it. I, oh, yeah. Okay. I, was I mean, it, I yeah. mean it, we completely, I mean, they're like, you know, very like retro looking, like, you know, orange and orange and green colors. And we completely changed all of that and went white and very like, um, like, um, plain i guess not plain but you know uh, <laughs> it sounds lame but but it's like complete change and it was just like yeah like, people would know. still walk in look at the menu come up to the front counter and it's like can i get a dusty bun it's like i'm so sorry that you missed all of the information leading up to yeah. this no I know exactly yeah just change your logo yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, the reason I ask is because I used to work at um, Dutch Rose Coffee. Uh-huh. And so the third location was at Blackstone and McKinley, and it used to be a burger place. And colors completely different. It was red and like gray. And when they took over, it was like a navy blue and like a different shade of gray. It was noticeably different. The menu didn't have soda or burgers on it, it was obviously all coffee. Big lettering everywhere Dutch Rose Coffee. Roll it to the window. I already passed the menu, stopped at the menu, and um, saw everything. And I said, what we can get for you? Um, so what kind of sodas do you guys have? Uh, what? I just want a regular burger. How much is the burger? And I said, oh, we're a coffee place. And so that's oh why I was God, just curious so because funny, even after, like you just said, that yeah. you mi- I'm sorry you missed all that information <laughs> that was the big menu that's a build your own quesadilla. Yeah. But, okay, so I'm glad it yeah. was an isolated incident. It happens at other businesses. Totally. Yeah, I mean, our Visalia story, it was a hot dog for like, hot dog place for like two months and we still get people like, oh, can I get a hot dog? Did <laughs> <laughs> you see anyone here so eating a hot dog? Two months, five years ago. <laughs> see, I love those moments because business owner side of you is like, okay, I got to... I gotta be a a visit manager right right now. Like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't do that. But on the inside, you're like, how did you miss this? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) But you always gotta fall back on your etiquette. Oh, that's funny. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, I have a question for you guys. Um, Your guys' food truck is like blown up. I see that thing everywhere now. How has that just changed your business? And like, Mm -hmm. you guys, I always just want to know what it's like running a food truck because to me they seem fun, but then at the same time, it's like. Dude, it must be hot in there. Like, what, what, what's going on through these people's minds? So, how has that changed your overall business? Um, food truck is definitely like was a big boost. Um, I mean, from birthday parties to you know company parties to weddings at the coast, um, quinceañeras, quinceañeras. Like it, like everyone like wants a food truck, and like, and and a food truck nowadays, like. Um, it's not the old like roach coach anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, it's, we, we definitely appear to like the younger crowd, but then also like the older crowd wants something like that is nice and presentable. And so we're able to like give that, you know, to them yeah. with our truck. But yeah, our whole thing with the food truck was, um, because we had Visalia and it was taking off. And so we started thinking about um, another location somewhere else. And our idea with the food truck was that it could travel without being tied down to a brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So we could see like which city would actually like take to Quesadilla Gorilla, which it was Fresno, Fresno right away. Quick, like, yeah. Fresno was just like, oh, we need to open in Fresno. That's that's our next yeah, spot. Yeah, I mean, Visalia just just this year finally okayed food trucks. Yeah. So that's oh, I didn't even that, think about that. That's something mm-hmm. that we've been like working working on with, with a, a team in Visalia and... Um, 
finally, like the 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 laws and stuff are changing in Visalia just this year. They so. didn't allow food trucks before. Um, it was like very like like private events or like like their whole law was like if you're if you have a food truck you could only be parked for ten minutes at a time and then you had to what? keep going. Which yeah. for us it's like it's, I just turn on my generator and there's ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like they only accepted ice cream trucks. It sounds like pretty much. <laughs> pretty yeah. Much, yeah. yeah. It was pretty much the whole ice cream truck thing. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely allowed us to like test the markets mm-hmm. and like figure out like like. Uh, Tulare and Hanford are definitely like on our radar just because we do really well in those towns um, yeah. with the trucks. So, so yeah. do you guys do have like plans or hopes for expanding like to other cities? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's um, once we kind of like mechanize everything a little bit more and like it's fine tune. Yeah. Um, opening two stores within a few months was like the hardest thing that we've oh, ever done because yeah. um, it's like. We thought we had things figured out from the first store, but then realized we didn't. And then it was like, oh, shoot, now you have to open another store a month later. And so things things were pretty hectic for, for quite a bit, um, just kind of trying to stay afloat, you know, working very long days, opening yeah. one store, closing the other uh, store. Shout out to our staff for... Yeah, yeah. Like being patient with us because we had no idea what we were doing. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of patience and a lot of, you know, heartache and, you know, so... Yeah, um, that was really rough. But now I I think that opening a fourth store would be a lot easier than it was opening the last two. I mean, yeah. And with that, it's like our team could easily open up a store like on their own. And it's like, hey, here's the guidelines. Here's what this, you know, um, stay in. Um, But. I think they could definitely do mm-hmm. it. Um, and, I mean, Visalia has been operating without us for almost a year now. Um, that's crazy. The downtown Fresno store, like, I'm hardly there. And then Dusty, I'm only there to, like, cover a shift every now and then. But for the most part, everyone is, does, like, an amazing job. Um, with the – well, if you're talking about the the mobile – Unit? Do you, what do you call it? First off, I want to reference it the, the right way. Is it a trailer? Is it a mobile unit? Is it? Do you have a go-to for just it? Just a food truck. Yeah, just a food truck. truck. Yeah. Okay. Um, if people wanted to know where the truck was going to be, is there any way they can? Do you have it consistently posted anywhere besides physically in the store? Uh, yeah. So on our website, there's a, ca- a Google Calendar that shows where we're going to be at okay. for the entire month. So yeah, you can go on the website, scroll down, and it's listed all there. You know, for the, the big events. Frames. Do people approach you guys, or do you have to go out and pursue certain stuff? Um, so, depending on like how the rest of this year goes, we're definitely needing a second truck, um, oh, just geez. because it's yeah, so I cool. Mean, that's I mean, that's Michaela. Now that she's staying home with the with our baby, like she mainly does catering, and that's it. And that's a full time job in itself, just responding to people's emails. Well, it's like it's and, its own location. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, and so um, I mean, we're. I'm I'm already booking stuff into um like next December. I was already booking stuff earlier this afternoon. Wow. It's crazy. It's just the food truck scene is like if you want to open a food truck, I say do it cuz there's a big clientele. Like I Yeah. It's I feel I feel terrible. It's like I turn down like a lot of events in a week, like over a dozen events in a week just cuz we're already booked or we're double booked or we're triple booked. It's like if you want to open a food truck, do it. Ramon, that's what's crazy to me <laughs> because um I always viewed that as like a big city thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I remember when I visited DC, there was just like a, they call it food truck row. Portland, same, similar thing. LA, yeah. left and right. 
But that was never like really a thing here where you're just like, oh, go to this street. That's where all the food trucks are. Yeah. And so you guys, I consider you guys. And then it's funny you bring up Dusty Buns because like I agree too, pioneers of like bringing the food truck game to Fresno. It's it's good to hear that perspective from you that you know if anyone's out there thinking about it to go ahead and do it because I don't think anyone considers that there's people that try and get someone that they want for a food truck and they can't get it mm-hmm. like you guys are literally booked like it's that yeah. high in demand yeah. yeah I mean like the more the merrier I mean we definitely believe like the more the trucks the more like people are gonna be attracted to them you know so it's more business for everyone so yeah what's the randomest or most unique event that you guys have ever booked for it was probably between a one-year-old birthday party or and Ooh. a funeral so those, really life beginning and ending yeah honestly <laughs> life the begins and ends with quesadillas <laughs> legitimate circle yeah, of life right there everything. that's some lion king stuff yeah dang <laughs> The one-year-old one was great, though. It's like, my kid loves your quesadillas. It's like, yeah, every kid loves quesadillas. Cheese yeah. <laughs> only, please. <laughs> that's seriously yeah. like one of the only foods my daughter eats. Yeah? Yeah. But now, she loves it, though. I'm sure that's like what you guys... Because whenever you... Wherever you work, you have that food all the time. Um, do you ever have a point or a night where you're just like, okay, just get cheese away from me. Get tortillas away from me. Like, do you feel like you just... <laughs> want to avoid no. that food group <laughs> i mean I, I just had a well now just because i was gaining too much weight <laughs> understandable I, I i cut out tortillas about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. so I started doing our corn tortillas um and then just recently cut those out too so now i just do bowls which is also on the secret, secret menu. menu oh um, gosh but we don't definitely don't advertise it i mean it's the whole I, I, was, I just told a customer the other day they're like oh what kind of tortillas do we have it's like oh we have a you know, a regular flour tortilla, corn, and we have ghost tortillas. They're like, oh, is that one spicy? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just there's no tortilla. <laughs> it's there, but it's not there. Just well, just like this, us talking about it, like we talked about it, but we didn't, okay? So if you're listening, we you heard about the secret menu, but don't. Don't, don't. But do. Don't but, tell I mean, anyone about it. Just talk to yourself about it. it. <laughs> just go to the counter and ask and don't, don't know. Yeah. Did you guys, like, love quesadillas before you started it, or just... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, uh. Yeah, we're closed on Sundays, and there's been a lot of Sundays where we'll go to Taco Bell and get quesadillas. Mm. Shout out Taco Bell. Shout out Taco Bell, man. Taco Bell quesadillas. Fed us many, many, many times. Yeah, love Taco Bell. There's uh. a reason why those stores are open. Yes. I was going to ask about it too, in regards to like business models, because that's becoming more of a thing for businesses not to be open on Sundays, and mm-hmm. I feel like people have different trends. Um, do you feel like, um, in an honest opinion, do you think it hurts or benefits you? Um, cause obviously it's a personal choice you stand by and you know, it would yeah. take like a protest and a petition to get that to change, mm-hmm. but just observing it this far into it, do, what do you think it does for you? Yeah. I mean, I think bef- early on for us, I don't think we thought it was going to be what it is now. So it's like, we need a day off, you know? Yeah. You know, Sunday's our church day. You know, we need a day off. And so originally that was, that was, it was our day off where we're not going to work, you know. I mean, we still would work, do the books, you know, go in, prep chili mm-hmm. day on the weekend, um, stuff like that. But now it's it's maybe con- possibly considering it down the road, depending on, like, that's, again, like, on the staff. Like, hey, would you guys be up for this? Because um, ultimately it would be them opening yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the truck... 
those events on Sundays. We just did one this last Sunday. So, uh, which I leave that up to our catering manager. It's like, hey, if you want to, if you want to do an event, you know, you can do it on Sunday. If not, you don't have to. And so, um, give them that option. Cool. Um, what is your guys's number one seller? Uh, Evan Bowling. Mm-hmm. Which one's on? Which one's that again? Sorry, it's uh, chicken, bacon, and jalapeno, and uh, he actually named Quesadilla Gorilla. He's he's a person. Who is this? Evan Bowling. <laughs> actually, we didn't even cover that where the name came from. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I guess backtrack when when we had the idea to to change it to quesadillas. Uh, we went to my barber and I was telling him about him. He's a well-known barber in Visalia, um, Evan Bowling's. Um, just getting a haircut and I was telling him about it and he's like, Casadilla Gorilla. I was like, That's <gasps> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Got up and left and made a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll finish my, myself. Yes, again. last time you ever saw him, huh? <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, but by the time I was done with my haircut, he was just like, what's going on and on. I was like, all right, I can see it. You know, like it's so far out there. But it's not like too crazy. It rhymes like people remember the name. Like there's let's go to that quesadilla spot. Let's go to Gorilla. Let's go to Dilla. You know, so yeah. all these like different things that kind of came with that. Mm, that's so, cool. And which, it was, which he's 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 upset that uh, he's not really upset, but he's like, I should have got, I should have told you, like, I get a penny for every Evan Bowling <laughs> that you guys sell. He has a contract next time you get a haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and sign this. You can bargain with them though, because haircuts. If you're trying to stay on top of it, that's like a bi-weekly thing. That's so true. you start getting free haircuts, he gets a penny yeah. for every Evan Bowling. I mean, yeah, I mean, he still he still like sends people our way and vice versa. So. See, that's so cool. He's, um, he's a cool dude. I see. I keep losing my train of thought. I don't know why. You hear this a baby really in the bad. background. Um, <laughs> Miguel and Michaela both are new parents, and they are business owners. What has been the hardest transition? Of that, being like new parents and also like mm. having your business, which is like a child. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, just like trying to be there for each other, um, at home. You know, like because mm-hmm. we get pulled in so many directions yeah. where it's like it feels like you know our relationship kind of it's like the last thing that kind of um, gets know, taken care of. Gets yeah. taken care of. So yeah. It's like, all right, cool. You're sleeping next to me at nighttime. All right, good night. So, yeah. You know. Oh man, I'll see you when I wake uh, up. That's so yeah. real. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that that's definitely the most challenging thing because yeah. You know, so I mean, we'll we'll go like days or not days, but we'll go like a whole day and not see each other, and then until come home, eat, go to bed. And yeah. Same thing. I'm gone before she wakes up. And yeah. So and for all the listeners <laughs> out there who are. Riding the excuse train, thinking like, "Oh, I can't pursue this dream. I have a kid." Mm-mm. Stop yep. that right now. Yeah, yep. we got two great examples sitting across from us right now. So yeah. don't it's let possible. that one ruin it. It's never a good time to have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> never. So everybody always says. I've never heard anyone say otherwise. It's so true. <laughs> this, yeah, like the people. Oh, yeah. Just whenever we're ready, we'll have a kid. Never gonna happen. Never. You said you say sure, and then you walk away, and that's just how the conversation <laughs> ends. Yeah. No, it seriously, mad respect to you guys because. For those of you who don't know, I have two daughters, um, and just that alone, I can't imagine running my own business on top of that. Um, yeah. Something I'm curious about, because there is, I didn't realize that that name, the top seller you said, is like an actual person's name. Mm-hmm. I've been to some restaurants out of town before where 
they have types of things where, you know, if you can finish this part of the menu, this item will name, you can create something and we'll name it after you. Is there anything like that that exists or that you would even consider to where someone who's just a loyal follower that wants to get their idea out there on a menu board? Like, would you ever do something like that? Yeah, I mean, we we did early on, but then it was just like a lot of people started doing that. Um we so, used to have the burning Ernie for it, Ernie, who used to come in all the time in Visalia. <laughs> get <laughs> habaneros on it. <laughs> habaneros, fresh habaneros and habaneros salsa, and called it the burning Ernie. And it was just, a, now it's just a classic chili bear, the beans and rice. But it was just like little things like that. So Yeah. Um, we did, um, I think it still exists. We had a, what's your case idea? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, email in your case oh, ideas and we'll name so it smart. after you. Yeah. And we'll feature it as a special at all the stores. We just haven't like pushed, pushed that as much, but that's something that we're we are gonna yeah. start pushing out in the future. Like, hey, come up with the case. We we definitely get like suggestions in through Instagram and Facebook, and so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it would need its own email account. Honestly, at the yeah. level you're at now, we have one. Yeah, so. yeah. just for ideas. Just for ideas. What's your case idea? That's why uh, you guys are in the game, and I'm not. I'm just here with the mic. Uh, are you guys like continually always trying to come up with new ideas of like different like flavored quesadillas or like ingredients? Um, what's the process like? Um, or do you like keeping it simple and only having like the four options? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we have we have like the build your own, which you, you I mean you can do make whatever you want, a yeah. bunch of different ones. Um, but then we also do the, the specials. Um, and early on, those those are something that like we kind of came up with, and then. Um, slowly like the staff started coming up with and then um our, our actually our, our manager in Visalia he kind of took on all the specials uh, but he's actually on his paternity leave as well and so there's like another employee that uh, just started throwing out these crazy specials and so like the last like three weeks have have been her specials and it's like whoa man like cauliflower rice like that's crazy (laughs) so just like things like that so we definitely like leave it up to the like the staff to like come up with whatever you know like Mm -hmm. they came like last week they did um like a chicken nugget and mac and cheese quesadilla i'd be all over that and so i was like whoa like okay that's 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 the balancing act though i feel like where you introduce something that people just fall in love with and then you take it away from them yeah because ampersand's done that to me before to where they introduce a flavor and i was in love with it you come in expecting it one day and you're like oh yeah you gotta wait till next year so sad yeah and so you don't want to cry in front of your friends but you know you find yourself in that situation that's why that's why you go to the bathroom and just yeah i always tell people that's why i grew a beard out because it catches the tears before anyone even notices them (laughs) That's literally the only reason. So, everyone says, I've never seen you cry. I was like, mm hmm. You haven't seen me clean shaven. <laughs> um, when you guys opened up the first one, how old were you guys? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I was, uh, I had just turned 21. And wow. I was 19. Yeah. Another excuse that they just <sighs> kicked out of the way. Don't ever say that your age is an issue as well. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who's young and, you know, has a dream. Of opening a business or running something like, do you have any yeah. advice? Because I'm sure you encountered different roadblocks and struggles, and so something you wish you would have known going into it at that age. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of lame, but I mean just like you have to do it, you know, like you you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, if you like, you you can waste so much time and like plan and plan and plan, but then like you're gonna. Something something that you you didn't plan is going to happen, and things are going to get all thrown around, and 
Yeah, just, just do it. Just got to go start somewhere and then kind of yeah. adjust and adapt from that point. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to ask for help yeah. from friends and family. Friends yeah. For yeah. sure. Like, don't be don't be prideful. Ask for help when you need <laughs> it. Yeah. And, and like, there's, there's things that are, um, like, you, you do have to source out, you know, like, lawyer stuff and um, partnerships and I don't know. As business owners, um, it was introduced to us with High Top. We were um, talking to them when they came on here. Like a struggle that you kind of deal with on the daily that is hard to come to terms with, and that's reviews. When people review your shop, mm-hmm. Yelp, Google, whatever, anything, you know, any medium to review. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest parts as owners is not to take these things personally. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys not take it personally? Um there was a point where I just had to stop checking Yelp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the haters, I feel like, we just could really mess with you mentally. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious in the strategy to kind of bounce that off. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I think eventually, like the way we looked at it, it was like, okay, this might be a bogus review, but there is some truth behind this review. So mm-hmm. what can we take from this and like make it to where someone else isn't going to leave a review about that? You know, but then if we get a review about parking then there's nothing we can do about that because yeah. parking's parking and I can't change that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's like, I loved everything, but parking was terrible, three stars. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Next time they that? come out, you got to bulldozer out there. <laughs> oh you gosh. asked for it. Here I am. Uh, yeah, so. Our first bad review was the first time we closed Gorilla because we were on our honeymoon. We got married the night before and gave the staff off, our two employees, the day off the next day. <laughs> And we closed, and we got a one-star on Yelp. I, I bet you probably wanted to respond on there. Here's our honeymoon pictures. This is why we were closed. Yeah, no, I did. I oh, like, yeah. Like, like, on our honeymoon, I was just like, hey, I'm so sorry. We're actually on our honeymoon. We just got married last night. And, and uh, you know, I'm so sorry we were closed. We forgot to post on the on the window. It's like, well, I'm not going to take it down until, you know, I try the place. You drove all the way from Fresno. It's like, wow. So, Ruthless, these yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy to me. So obviously you guys, um, I could just tell business owners, entrepreneurs, like through and through, I have a feeling like if you guys weren't doing this, you'd be running some other type of business. So if you could run any other type of business, it can't be quesadillas or it can't be coffee. Since you guys are in that game too, what would you be doing? What would you be running? Hmm. I can't imagine life without this. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) I think for me, um, I don't know. It might, I, yeah, farming. Okay. Like I, I would, I would be down to like grow some, grow some fruit and some crops and, um, yeah. you know, harvest those. Um, I would, I would probably say construction also. Um, but I'm terrible with tools. So <laughs> like I get very frustrated with tools. Same. So, um, don't have the patience it might for be that. Might an issue. Yeah. I'm not positive though. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm having a hard time. I used to be a a dog walker. Whoa. Those are legitimately when. things now. Yeah. Uh, I was known around my neighborhood. I'd had a couple of like steady clients, if you would, that I would walk their dogs. <laughs> but I always wanted to get into medicine. Uh, I know it wouldn't be like owning anything, but yeah. that that's what I it's wanted to do. Yeah. It wasn't even really like I wanted to do it, though. It was just kind of a thing to do, and yeah, I was interested like, well, in it. People get into medicine. I'll yeah. I'll get into medicine. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was always something that um, I entertained before we did this. There's literally an app now where you can, it's like an Uber, but for dog walkers. Yeah. And so people can just request you. That's it's, insane to me. You can follow. Yeah, let's see where you And you get like more points or something if what? you take a certain route. Yeah, it's insane. 
Easy I money. I had no idea about this. Yeah. Um, career change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last question I think I want to close with is just out of curiosity because you guys are in the food industry. Um, what's your go-to meal that's not quesadillas? And do you order it or do you make it? Um, Would go- you say you have a specialty? So, so eating out or eating at home? I want to hear both, honestly, because I want to see <laughs> what people who own a food business where they go to take care of the food um, cravings. So on our on our bank statements, it's In and Out, Taco Bell only. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the two places in town that are open at the I scene hours. Like yeah. <laughs> if Arsenio's would have popped up, then I'd be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, definitely those two. Um, I mean, you you cook some good food at home. Some steaks. Yeah, I feel like anything out of a cast iron. Really. Yeah. It's definitely um, working as much as you do. There's a little time to go grocery shopping. So a lot of the meals are, like you said, it's like okay. winging it. Same. Yeah. And it's just kind of, it's kind of like our quesadillas to throw it all together and it works out. Yeah. I mean, we stopped, for a while, we stopped shopping at Costco because food just kept going bad. Because we were never <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah. I have that problem, but I don't have the excuse of owning a business. So I'm just a poor, yeah. poor dude that just doesn't know how to cook, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, your favorite's anything pasta. Yeah, we eat a lot of pasta. We eat a lot of eggs. But yeah, I get down we on eat eggs. A lot of eggs. <laughs> yeah. Anything with eggs, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Same. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We all we're all on the same page <laughs> cool. here. Well, thank you guys for coming on again. Also, driving from Visalia to come hang out with us. Um, so yeah, you can follow them on Instagram. What are you guys' handles again? I believe one's just at Quesadilla Gorilla. Mm-hmm. So congrats for getting that name. Like, just to get your name on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any underscores in, like, the original one, right? Uh, there no. was, but then we merged them because you had to have a symbol in there early on. Gotcha. But okay. now you don't, so we Sweet. got that when we found out. Okay. And anything you want the public to know before we uh, cut ties? No, I don't know. No? Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're transparent. Everything yeah. you know is all you need to know, so. So cool. Um Guys, thank you for listening again. This is episode six. Um, Seriously, we love all of you. Once again, just be nice to people. That's all we want is for everyone to be nice to each other. We love you guys. Have a good one. See ya. I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Gwiggles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohead.